everybody listen to We're Not Wizards. Because we are the best. And we're not wizards. No matter what anybody says. Goodbye. of We're Not Wizards. My name's Richard. I'll be your host for March. Well, it's almost April, you know, but it is still 2019. Um, joining me today um, is a man who um, I'm a big fan of his work and not because he's necessarily a board game designer um, and not necessarily because he's a content creator. He's a person that makes mechanics beautiful he's a person that makes boxes attractive he's a person that brings kind of shape form color into into the board game space um this man is he's not even a company he's a he's a man who is the key, the company name is the name of the man that is the company and that man has been responsible for I, you know, if I say his name, you could be say, "Oh yeah, of course we know him." It's Ian O'Toole. So, hey, Ian. Hey, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for pointing out the very unimaginative name of my company. <laughs> I, I, which is you know, name. I thought, um, I thought I could build it up and at least try and rescue something, but then I thought, at the same time, we might as well kind of uh, start failing. Mm-hmm. And continue failing on the way down until mm. we just crash into some kind of almighty um, success fireball. Mm. Well, six, yeah, success or fireball either is kind of acceptable mm-hmm. and spectacular. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for joining us because I realise it's horrifically early in the morning, and you're realising now that you could have had an extra hour in bed. So I will. I will have an extra hour after this. <laughs> oh, that's fine then. It's all right. Well, at the end, I can sing you a little song. I'll see if you. Oh, great! <laughs> you just imagine half. No, I'm going to turn the camera Ian. off before before I go to sleep, if you don't mind. <laughs> um, no, it's okay. okay. Um, I can just see me tapping Ian. Mm. You're falling. Mm. You're drifting. You're drifting. <laughs> you're drifting. He's gone. Oh, He's gone. He um, thank you for coming on. I mean, you're um, you're, <clears throat> you're well known. You're very, very well known in the industry. And and in fact, and in some cases, um, this is where I try not to be sycophantic, is that your name being involved in a project in some ways is enough of a selling point for a game. I mean, the most, I guess, one of the most recent ones was like, say, for instance, like Escape Plan, Mm -hmm. where, you know, your name was, interestingly enough, as much promoted on the Kickstarter as the involvement, as well as obviously the the you know the actual game designer itself, right. which was kind of you know which was kind of like an interesting kind of kind of start. You're actually one of mm. these. You're 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 quite famous <laughs> in many many ways. So, so I mean, like all kind of famous artists. Um, does that mean that you're obviously penniless? <laughs> I don't, and are actually going to be worth a fortune when you're dead? Uh-huh. Um, no, that's a morbid question to start <laughs> That's a morbid question, Jesus. <laughs> um, no, but I, I mean, I, as I say, you're, you're, you're quite well known in mm. the industry for kind of like, you know, for the art. I mean, um, I mean, are you, you, you must be at a point where you're kind of like, you're quite pleased with where you are, or are you just kind of saying, well, I'm just looking for the next project, I need to see where the next bit of money's kind of coming in? Um... No, I'm 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 pretty I'm pretty happy with with where I am. Uh, my schedule is pretty full, which is always good. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's it's good. I, I mean, I don't know. I I, I can't I can't speak to <laughs> you know <laughs> how many other. Uh, it's it's a very strange thing because I live in in Perth in Australia, which is out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. 
and there's nobody around. I mean, there's a lot, actually, quite a few gamers here. Um, mm-hmm. But in general, you know, I don't have that much contact with, with the the outside world, besides when I go to Essen every year. And mm-hmm. besides, you know, things like this every, every once in a while. Um, so I, I don't really have a sense of that besides i mean uh, besides twitter i guess um but i always find that that's a bit misleading because you know the the people who like and respond to, to my tweets and stuff are the people who follow me anyway so it's a little bit it's it's an echo chamber right yeah yeah it can sometimes be a bit of a pat on the back yes. and then you can think yeah. you can like you know and it's a strange but then outside the sphere i mean in terms of I mean, if we okay, let's dial it back a bit in mm. terms of obviously where you are now mm-hmm. compared to where kind of like where you were at the beginning. I mean, did you just go through the normal process? Did you go to like you know kind of art school? Did you train professionally? I mean, have you been drawing since kind of like mm-hmm. you got hold of a crayon? I mean, where did you, yeah, where did you pretty, kind of start with your artist type though? Pretty much, um, drawing is just the thing that I've I've always done. So the illustration side of it is just something that I've always done myself. Uh, graphic design or visual communication is what I studied in 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 college. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, and then I've I've always worked as a graphic designer, and and when I could fold in illustration, I I, I tried to do it because I enjoy that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so and that's been on and off, you know. Throughout some jobs, I wouldn't really get to use it at all. Some jobs, I got to use it a lot. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's always it's always been something visual. I don't really have any, anything else that I can do. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't have a I don't have a fallback plan. Did I mean? Did you find all? But I mean, there's obviously a certain amount of creativity. You can't just give somebody like a box of crayons or a box of pencils. Give them fifteen hours, and then they become really kind of good at art. I mean, you must you have like a a kind of a a kind of a natural talent. And did you find that you were, I mean, when you were, I take it, when you were starting to go down the kind of the professional route, did you find yourself kind of naturally going towards a certain style or have you had to adopt kind of different styles in order to get yourself the work? Um, I have always worked in, in different styles, um, but it hasn't really, uh-huh. hasn't really been... Um, uh, in in an attempt in an attempt to get work, it's it's kind of just the the way I've always done things. Um, I I you know if if I tried to adopt a particular style at any stage, it was mainly probably because I was just trying to ape something that I really liked. Uh, mm-hmm. So comic book artists and 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 things like that. Um, so I, I developed, I guess, all you know, I picked up all these different influences of things that I liked. Uh, and I always, if I really like something, I have this tendency to try and become part of it, right? Which board games is a testament to that. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So you know, a similar thing with with comic books, where I really like and enjoy comic books, and then I'll kind of think, well, I never actually became part of that, but then I'll think, oh, I should try and create something in this sphere. Um. So. Uh, because I kind of jumped around in styles an awful lot, and because I never worked as a full-time illustrator, purely as an illustrator, it was always yeah. in tandem with design work. And obviously that design work is always for different clients and different industries and things like that. I found that it was really useful to be able to um, jump backwards and forwards and develop new styles for, for different jobs and things. And that's actually become a pretty useful skill um, in in board games as well. I mean, where did you get your... I mean, what came kind of first? Was it the... Because I know of some people that have kind of ended up getting more involved in the board game hobby because they were involved in the art, you know, the art side mm, themselves, mm, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, were you kind of like a bit of an avid... I mean, I've seen the beautiful collection of um games behind you but were you were you yeah i'm taking down the details um but no but were you have you been playing games for quite a while before you you know stepped over and said well actually i want to 
start kind of getting involved in the the design side of things as well as in terms of the art design graphic design side of things yeah a, a little bit um i was playing i mean i've i've you know as uh, when i was a kid i played role playing games and and stuff like that mm. Um, and then I took a long break where I just played video games really true sort of my probably my teens and into my 20s <laughs> and maybe a little later even um, <laughs> uh, and, uh, are you still playing video games yeah uh, I, I well well so, sort of yeah I, I did I stopped so yeah. I've got I've got two two kids and, and one of them is eight now. All right, and, okay. and I stopped coincidentally, not not um it's not causation. Uh, I stopped around about the time that, that she was born, which is also around about the time that I was playing a lot more board games. Mm-hmm. Um, I've re- actually this Christmas I've recently just gotten very slightly back into video games, but not really. I haven't really fallen in the deep end. I've just dipped my toe a little bit. Um so yeah, no, I I, I was a, a board gamer before for just certainly yeah i went hobbyist first and then mm-hmm. can i can i can i dip into this professionally later i mean what was the first game that you did the very first game that i did was oh i can't find it it was called uh, <laughs> mage oh, mage tower mage tower okay and i didn't do the whole thing i just did a card template basically and was that was that like the graphic design stuff stuff yes. then at that time? Yeah, oh, the the game used public domain artwork. It was a Kickstarter um, back when Kickstarters were small and quaint. Um, yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a uh, it's like a tower defense card game. It's in a little box. All right, okay. Uh, so okay. I I literally okay. just did a Photoshop um, um, template, and and that was that. The first full game that I did was Fool's Gold. Um, which is uh, designed by Joshua Balvin, and I think Passport mm-hmm. Studios still they did publish it. I I don't know if it's still available to be honest. Um, but that's a, a Gold Rush type of thing. Yeah, so that was the first full one. Um, and it was the first time that I kind of realized that it was a good, um, a good fit for me for sort of the mixture of illustration and and graphic design skills. Mm-hmm. Um, that yeah, maybe I could do more more of it. Is it a lifestyle thing as well? I mean, you mentioned obviously that you work, you know, you work from home and that you're mm. kind of lonely, and you know, we can <laughs> we can chat whenever you want, and you know, I'm say that? I'm fine with that. You know, obviously there is the time difference, but I'm sure you know any kind of yeah, any friendship can work if you if you kind of break down the barriers. So we can see how it goes. But no, I mean, in all seriousness, is it? I mean, is that with you know you're given the project you said okay here's the brief go away come back with what your thoughts are what the designs are i take it sometimes the clients were kind of like no it has to be xyz and other times it were just a case of "Mm, you can kind of come back with like four or five ideas and we can kind of work around that and see which one is our favorite um sort of I, i i tend not to submit multiple ideas Mm. Um, I don't. I don't really like doing that because it. I tend. I don't know. In my experience, it tends to be a little bit of a waste of time. Um, mm. And I, if you have, I'd, I'd much rather develop a strong idea and then put my weight behind that, as opposed to say, mm-hmm. "Here are some things I feel ambivalent about," or, <laughs> you know, I, I, and maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's just that I, I can't come up with, you know. Four, three, or four ideas that I feel good about. I just, I've only got one in me, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then there's always the danger that if you present three and you really like one of them, that they'll pick the worst <laughs> one, and that's no good for anybody. Yeah. So and you and then help. you end you up working on that. something if which, you, yeah. if you've presented yeah. it, you can't kind of go, oh, I didn't mean it, you know. <laughs> I withdraw. I'd like. Withdraw I'd like to take this back. Could yeah. we revoke? Could we revoke that decision, yeah, I, please? I didn't think you'd choose it. <laughs> exactly. You just say, "What happened so, to that one?" I accidentally control aid and deleted the whole thing. I'm sorry. We'll have yeah, to go with option there's, B. There's no way to no, go back. If I you kind of don't, I, mind. I can't remember it. Yeah. Um, 
yes, I much prefer to go in sort of strong with a, this is what I think it should be. Mm-hmm. And that has usually, <clears throat> has usually worked out. Not always. Mm-hmm. But it has usually worked out. Yeah. Do you get... A, see, when you were starting out, and, mm-hmm. you know, is there... Is it a case that you're ending up? Are you pitching? Is there quite a lot of competition when you're pitching for jobs? As in, you know, um, <coughs> as in, are you always are you finding that you're going up against kind of like four or five different people, or are people? Did you ever get kind of told, right? Do you want to do this stuff? If you do this stuff, give us some samples, and we'll make sure you get lot of lots of exposure. Or have you always been kind of firm? Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, people mm-hmm. die from exposure. That's my mm-hmm. favourite joke in the world. But have you always been quite strict if somebody says to you, right, okay, well, if you do this for us, then I'll make sure you get your name on the Kickstarter box. And it's like, hang on, mate. <laughs> yeah. You've got 57 backers kind of thing. You know, I'm really happy 57 people are really going to see, <laughs> yeah. see my yeah, art yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I don't really have any time for that. I'm, I'm uh, because I've worked as a primarily as a graphic designer for for quite a mm-hmm. few years now i've lost count how many years but quite a few um mm-hmm. and in, in, as a freelancer and and you know uh, in advertising agencies and, and and um in marketing and all sorts of things um i'm i'm pretty used to people trying to do that um so it's it's certain it's certainly nothing new. It's been going on forever. Um, but yes, yeah, so it it comes up every now and then. Less so now because people know me. People that contact me for work now, it's it's almost one hundred percent board game related. Um, and for whatever reason, they don't. I haven't been asked to do anything for free in quite a while. <laughs> which I is, can't imagine. Which imagine is good, that. Which is good. <laughs> <laughs> you could set up so you could put a tweet out on Twitter. Guess what? <laughs> Never guess you contacted me with doing some free work, but you're kind of like, yeah. I don't know. I yeah. find. Beca- it, it does, I mean, it I've does done happen, a lot. Of, though, I've done lot. creative stuff myself. Yeah, I've done creative stuff myself. Yeah, and it's like I remember doing. Like I used to do a lot of um, murals for mm-hmm. kids' rooms, and oh, I remember right. going into yeah. play. I remember going into places and, and, you know, them saying, oh, yeah, we want, you know, if you could do Minecraft here and mm-hmm. we want kind of like a big jungle scene and a cityscape and stuff like that. And then you went, right, okay, that's probably going to be upwards of about three, four hundred quid. And they go, but I can get a decal on eBay for like 30. And you're yeah. just like, what are you? <laughs> yeah. What you kind of, what you kind of expecting? Do you, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> do you find, do you think that's an issue in general for kind of like the creative, kind of side of Kickstarter with the art and stuff like that, that it's kind of like the lowest price. You know, people are always kind of chasing the kind of the lowest price. I know obviously game mm, production, mm. you do that. Yeah. Do you think it kind of ultimately hurts the industry by trying to push the price down so low that people end up having, you know, they're, they're kind of scraping by in order to I, do I, something which can take like eight to ten hours of their time? Maybe I I I don't. It's not. I mean, in in the in the board game industry, it's not something that's limited to uh, mm. artists by by any means. Mm. <clears throat> board game industry is is built on <laughs> on the backs of volunteers. Um, yeah, across across the board. And if anything, I'm, I don't know artists because they have a demonstrable skill. Uh, I yes. tend to get paid more regularly. I, th- I think, in my experience, anyway, than some of the other people, such as developers um, mm-hmm. or, or editors, sometimes who who, who tend to do it. Uh, I don't know why, because <laughs> they like mm-hmm. it. I guess <laughs> uh, that's changing slow, slowly, but not yeah, slow, slower than it should. Um, did you did you ever play with Did you ever play with actual board game design yourself? I mean, is there like on the shelf there? Is there kind of like, is there like the little E and O tool collection of games that you've kind of put together? No, no, I have. You're... I have done a little bit. <clears throat> I was involved in a design um, of a game based on uh, Terminator, actually. Um, oh yeah, okay. A, a little while ago, um, with with a company called Rule and Make here in Australia. Uh, mm-hmm. That didn't work out for a variety of 
complicated reasons. Um, but it's something I enjoy. It's <laughs> it's enjoyable to do, but it is extremely time consuming, mm-hmm. and it doesn't pay any any money. So, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I suppose uh, you know all the hours I'm, uh, I I spend doing things like that. I'm thinking if I just spend these hours doing what I really do, uh, I'd actually get paid for it. That'd be great. <laughs> it's just like the wife's asking why the lights are going off in the house and you're kind of like yeah. well you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you should see this worker placement game I've done <laughs> though, right. it's amazing yeah, yeah. you know just so bring bring the candle over <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's pretty fun I mean I, I have a kind of a analytical mind I, I guess to, to an extent so I really enjoy um, doing sometimes I do a little uh, a little bit of, I guess, what you could call development work um, mm-hmm. on, on some of the games I work on. <clears throat> I, I always do a, a, a visual development, um, but but sometimes I'll I'll suggest. It depends how well I know the designer. Usually, sometimes I'll either suggest things or or, or not even suggest solutions. Just maybe point out things, um, and and I like that. I like sort of thinking about how the game is put together and having those conversations with designers. Um, but as regards to creating something from myself or uh, by myself, um, it just takes too long. It just takes too long. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. So I, I don't think so. I mean, unless I, I get a flash of something <laughs> that I can, <laughs> that I can, do. but I'm very practical with these things. I like, I, I you know, uh, uh, even if I had what I thought was a wonderful idea for a, f- a 4X game or something like that, I'd never pursue it. I'd just give it to somebody else. It, you know, I, I'd say, I had this yeah. idea. It, you know, you might think it's good. Maybe it's a rubbish idea. I don't know. Who knows? Um, <laughs> if I had an idea <laughs> for stick, like a... stick a, a, my name a, in the box. <laughs> yeah. For like a love letter style 18 card game, maybe I'd give it a go. Yeah. I don't know. Because at least then, the you know... I'm not saying Love Letter was an, was an overnight design or anything, but at least then it wouldn't take me long to figure out if it was, if it was rubbish or not, you know? <laughs> you, could, you could be saying, oh, I could have been designing a game instead of doing this podcast, you know? But, uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, when, it's, also, I mean you... it's also really hard. It's really, really hard, and, and you need to rely on other people. That's also what's difficult about it. You need to rely on other people who are not professionals and who, do, who in general, you do not pay. Um, you can't because you can't afford to. <laughs> you know, you, no. if 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 you design a game, um, I mean, I don't know how people do it. Really, I mean, I have an insight into how Vital does it, but if if you design longer, heavier games, I mean. You got to ask people to commit to playtesting uh, things that don't work at times, and you know are not fun to play, and all that sort of stuff. And I, I do a bit of that because I test the 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 artwork that I do. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'll do prototypes, and I'll, I'll get friends together, and sometimes they're excited about it because of the game. But sometimes it's a bit of a chore. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to take advantage of it too much, but the, you know, every now and then I'm like, "Oh, I'm real sorry, guys." <laughs> if we could just play just like, like two rounds, and then I'll know if it works. <laughs> Do you end up kind of like getting your phone and fork up, and they're going, Are "You coming around then?" Um, yeah, depends um, what we're talking about. Are we? <laughs> it's not anything that's involving cubes and meeples and that kind of. Delightfully designed, but ultimately very dry and dull game. Uh, yeah. No, it's not that. <laughs> Are you sure? Because <laughs> we're doing FaceTime just now, and I can see it on the table behind you. No, it's definitely no, not that. I'm just a bit upset on that one. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but with a graphic design, yeah. you know, you mentioned have you have you have you kind of gone back and said actually when when I've been laying this out from a space point of view, from a I guess from um, you know, I guess from the, the kind of the layout point of view, it actually makes more sense to have these things up here 
you know, just oh, yeah. from yeah, me being a visual kind of guy and saying the kind of the natural flow of the mm-hmm. game, that I know you want it up there from a theme point of view, but from a practical point of view, me kind of laying it out and making sure that everything kind of fits together, it actually makes more sense to put it kind of X, Y, Z, yeah? Yeah, yeah, all the time. That That's a... Uh, that's... That wouldn't be a, a, a that's kind of the norm, really. Uh-huh. Um, that's a sort of early visual development stage. So I'll usually play their prototype, uh-huh. um, and then I'll sc- I'll scribble all over it with sharpies, <laughs> put big X's through things, and question marks. <laughs> why? <laughs> do you have a Do you have a special red marker then as well? It's, no, no, I don't. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not a no. No, it's not no. Uh, <laughs> but a, a big stamp rejected stamp. Exactly. Um, it's it's a really important. It's actually a really fun part of what I do as well, because it's it's yeah. it's it's a puzzle solving aspect to it that I really like, um, mm-hmm. and it, it it ties into um, the sort of ergonomic way that a game works. But also also mm-hmm. often it's to do with theme as well. To be honest, it's it's looking at it and yeah. going. I think I can sell this more if I shift this around, or I, you know, this thing is, you know, maybe it's a track, and maybe there's a more thematic way to do that, or maybe it's not a track and it should be a track because it's really fiddly, you know, st- stuff like that. Yeah, um, yeah, is, yeah, is 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 always really interesting to me, and it it <clears throat> it's early on when uh, you know you're asking more sweeping questions i guess about about the project and you don't have to deal with the practicalities of your decisions until later uh yeah it's 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 a fun so that's what I, when i was talking earlier about the sort of visual development style that, that's what that yeah, is yeah yeah that's playing yeah. it and, and and saying ah we could move this over here that could be twice as big and you know these should be um counters instead of cards or 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 whatever, we can tuck these under here and then you don't have to worry about seeing them anymore. You know, all, all that sort of stuff, just how physically the game moves around. It's all, it's almost a product design. Oh, sort of. Some of it's almost yeah. a, a product design. Are you, are you, are you, t- are you, do you have to be mindful then of potential costing implications then for the, yeah, the sure. changes that you could be making as well? Because obviously you mentioned kind of like, well, this could be, you know, this could be counters instead of cards, yeah. or this could be this instead of that. And then, obviously, if I'm changing, you know, changing counters to cards is yep. potentially saving somebody money. Whereas the other way around, you could be looking at kind of like, well, I've got a it's a it's a time scale thing because obviously it can take less, it can take slightly longer to actually get wooden components kind of put together than yeah, it can yeah, just kind def- of running over definitely. the Definitely, I mean, kind it, of thing. it's not just the case where I just go off and. <laughs> make my make my own decisions. Uh, have you got a red pen, Ian? I, I you have, haven't you? I don't. I don't have. I know. I can't see an. <laughs> I cannot see a red, red pen. pen. I have a big black sharp. That's because it's in your jacket. Don't <laughs> lie. Come on. <laughs> I don't own You're a with jacket. friends here. Um, <laughs> uh, I've lost my train of thought. Now. Um, <laughs> I know that's because it's my fault because I keep trying to make out you're some kind of like angry kind of primary school teacher just going right in at the bottom see me yeah, after must, class must try harder yeah <laughs> no cost I mean costings for oh, games costs, I mean if yes, you making yes. implementations um, and changes and stuff like that yeah so you know. so what'll happen is I'll I'll play the prototype and I'll, I'll make suggestions and sometimes I'll just lay out a just a, a boxes and circles version of what I think it should be. Mm. No, no real design or artwork or anything. Just sort of this goes here, that goes there. This should be a thing. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't be a thing. Um, and I'll send that to the to the publisher or to the designer and say this is broadly what I think will work. Because also, there may be something that I don't realize because I'm only playing the game once. It could be that I've, I'm playing it with two players and maybe with four players. What I'm suggesting really doesn't work. Or maybe they're planning an expansion down the line, which they haven't told yeah. me about yet, and it needs to slot in where I've put a big pile of cards. I don't know. <laughs> um, exactly. So the, there, there may be things that that I haven't realised, and I mean, it's it's also possible that I just got something wrong as well. You know, like we played something wrong, which does happen every now and then, because mm. rule rules mm. are often pretty pretty rough when I get them. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, it it's always going back to to the publisher and saying this is what I'm thinking. Does this work? Um, 
and it's most of the ch- a lot of a lot of the time the changes that I'll make at that point are they're to do with the flow of the game and and how to try and get people to understand it. Um. Uh, but they're also to do with are there any simple ways that we can uh, cut down on setup time, um, mm-hmm. or just reduce components? Often, you know, do, yeah, do we yeah. do we need all these chits? Is, is there just a more efficient way to do it? Um, yeah, and just just stuff like that. Yeah. Do you have to take into account kind of like accessibility? Because mm-hmm. I know that um, a lot of times, you know, people are talking about. Um, and I mean, I know you say dropped into the the video game scene again, but it seems to be um, certain games, like let's say the Destiny games, have actively kind of taken into account kind of various kind of color blindness and right. allowed you to kind of insert filters. On the board game thing, have you also got to take into account sometimes, you know, the accessibility of the color schemes that you're selecting, the symbols for, you know. And things like that, you, you mm. know, as you go through the design process. Yeah, certainly color blindness is is a, is a big concern. Um, that's something that we test all our colors with um, mm-hmm. simulators and stuff like that. Um, that that's the main one when, when it comes to accessibility. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just either hints for color blindness or just making sure that the colors are properly color blind friendly. Sometimes that's not always possible because there are 20 colors in the game <laughs> sometimes yes <laughs> and there's only so much you can do um yeah in which case you got to try and find um you know other either other indicators or at least try and group the colors so you yeah, know, yeah. Play, player colors aren't going to get um confused and resource colors aren't going to get confused because they're actually a different piece so if i if i were a colorblind player I could at least remember that if I see a grey meeple and a grey uh, cube, they don't belong to the same people because they can never belong to the same people in this game. Right, something like that. Yeah, yeah. It, all that just depends on understanding the game and how it works and, and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, certainly colorblindness is... is um, it's, it's actually... It's it's one of the first things that we address... Uh, say we, that I, I... Well, myself and the publishers or designers address... Um, uh-huh when we start to nail down the visual look of a game. So I, I usually nail down the player colors and resource colors before I do anything else. Uh, sorry, well, after I've done the visual development stage, that's when I'll, that's when I'll do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because then... How long... I, was, I the, mean, how long, the, does the, the process, how long does a process like that sorry. take then? I mean, is it, a, is it a couple of weeks? Is it a couple of months? Does it depend on the project? Because it sounds like you're doing a hell of a lot. I mean, it depends you know, I was the, thinking you were opening up a, you know. It depends on the on the project. So when you say that, does that process like up up until that stage or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it depends on 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 the project. the The prototyping doesn't usually take that long, uh, and often I mm-hmm. don't really need to have a full game. It depends on the complexity of the game. And it depends on how it works. Um, so re- I, I, I will create or be sent a prototype and then I'll <clears throat> put it on the table and go through the rules and move things around. And sometimes that's enough for me. Sometimes it's enough for me to just solo it for like three rounds and pretend I'm three mm-hmm. different people and that's fine. Just so <laughs> I can see how everyth- everything works, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And it's it's not even playing the game. It's just saying, okay... Player one's going to do action one to see how it works. Player two is going to do action two to see how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I want to actually play it. Generally, the more complex the game is, the more I'll need to actually play it. Because there's bound to be things that I, I just don't understand. Or or, or um, will become apparent you know, during a, a full game. Uh, and the sim- if if it's a super simple game, uh, usually I just need to print it out and fiddle with it a little bit, and I've got a pretty clear idea of of what's what. So that, I mean, that can take anywhere between a few hours to, yeah, I, I yeah. guess, you know, when you're talking about something like on Mars or Escape Plan, um, you know, first of all, it takes a little while to make those prototypes because it's a lot of pieces. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, I was thinking. <laughs> it's a lot of a lot of cutting. I've gone through a lot of blades. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the you know the the actual prototyping itself can take easily take two hours. That's just to build the thing. Um, yeah, and um, and then to play it, it takes you know three three hours. So. I mean, you know, talking about choosing colors and stuff like that, usually that's not, doesn't take that long because, yeah. again, your options become pretty limited pretty quick. Uh, although, uh, you know, also as the rest of the design evolves, sometimes you realize, oh, maybe that's not the best color to use for that. A good example is On Mars. Um, yeah. orig- originally had an orange color, and now it's not going to have an orange color because Mars <laughs> is, is kind of orange. <laughs> uh, so similarly to how we have no blue player in Lisboa because yeah. Lisboa at least in the game is kind of blue um, yeah we've changed we've changed orange for something else So, and that, that's an obvious thing when I think back but you know there's a lot of things to think about yeah but at the, no but at the time I mean a lot of times when people are prototyping stuff they'll sometimes have like a toolbox of stuff that they'll use mm. So they'll just grab a group of meeples or they'll grab a group of, group of cubes. And at yeah. the time, you know, that is the orange player. And the reason it's the orange player is because it's what my hand reached for at the time. Yeah, Terra Mystica you know, I, is, is, that, <clears throat> is that toolbox for me, usually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, it's just so yeah. full of pieces. Um, Terra Mystica, and I, I have a big, yeah, just a big um, storage box full of different color cubes. But if I need anything specific, I usually go to Terra Mystica. Lots of colors and lots of different shapes. <laughs> <laughs> Poor game never gets played. It's very useful. Oh, I'll never dear. sell it. I tell you what. Yeah, no, no, exactly. <laughs> it's like, is it a good game to play? It's like I have no idea. Yeah. Actually, to be perfectly honest, but yeah. the cubes <laughs> in it are delicious. Yeah. Um, talk. I mean, you mentioned Lisboa. We have to talk about Lisboa because okay. you know Lisboa and the color scheme, and it's glorious to look at, but. When you were going through the process of actually kind of putting everything together, mm-hmm. at any point did you ever think, "Oh, I wish I hadn't made it so complicated," or <laughs> I mean, because it? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, because the prob- intricacies I mean, I knew, of this artwork are phenomenal. I, I mean, knew what I was getting myself thing. into. I suppose. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know. I probably did. You know, time fades all these traumas. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I don't know. We, we when we set out and we said, right, this is the style that we're going to go for. Yeah. You know, when you look at the style, it's never not intricate. So I, I guess no. that was just the sort of right. All right, here we go. You know, mm-hmm. deep breath, and then <laughs> off off we go. Um, it it did mean that a lot of it was quite methodical work, um, yeah. Which at times is at times is actually very enjoyable when you when you've come to at least for me when I've come to the end of the um, the thinking part of it, you know, the, the puzzle part of it. And Lisboa was quite a puzzle to work out. Um, we did it. We did. A, a, that's the game that I think we've done the most visual development that physically changed the most from Vital's prototype to to the final thing. Mm -hmm. Um, To the extent that it actually informed the rules of the game and how how the game is is structured and things. A little bit. Um, uh, Once all of that is done, sometimes it's nice to just say, all right, I got to draw 600 leaves now. I don't need to think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Is that kind of thing you can just contemplate your life? I can just put on a, a <laughs> an audio book or some music or something, and I can just <laughs> destroy my back, <laughs> leaning over my art table. <laughs> Is uh, that kind of like where you just put there? Is it and Gandalf approached the Hobbit, Hobbit on, and you're like, yeah. okay, number one, yeah. number two. <laughs> Do you? I mean, are you ever tempted to kind of like include little Easter eggs? Kind of like, is there, you know, as part of the artwork? Because there's like, I'm trying to think of his name and it's going to actually just absolutely, um, what's his name? He's a children's author. I think his second name's Cartwright. He does, he illustrates, Eric Cartwright maybe, he illustrates oh, kids' yeah. books. And yeah, ev- yeah. at every point in every book that he's done, he's got a little yellow duck somewhere. 
Okay. And I'm wondering if there's like the Uno tool, a yellow duck in Lisboa, hedgehog. He would stand out, something right? like that. If he was yellow, yeah, something. Like that. I don't know. You know, a fish, a gull. Uh, can you find it? Can you find the, you really. find the elephant I, kind of um, thing? No, not really. To be honest, um, I've never. I don't think. I'm trying to think. Have I ever? Uh, certainly not as 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 a as a as 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 a habit. I don't do it. It's not a thing that I. Mm. Always, always try and work in. Uh, just because I never really thought about it before now, to be honest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna think now. There's gonna be like you're gonna like contact me in like five years time or something when we do another chat, yeah. and you say now if you look at every other game that I've done, yeah, now, you'll find twenty clues that will lead you. To <laughs> you'll find twenty. <laughs> you, you know. You'll find just like there's a red pen now drawn in that's every right, single right. copy of every single game that I can have. <laughs> um, um, part of it, I think, is I'm not a huge fan personally of in in jokes or or things like that. Mm. I, I'm not. I don't know. It just it doesn't really work for me usually. Like I I don't like. Um, promos with you know board game celebrities on them and stuff like that. I just it doesn't work for me that I mm-hmm. I don't have I don't have, you know I'm not like on a crusade against them, but <laughs> just for me personally, I, I I that's not really my thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Or or um, you know games that very obviously riff on. Um, you know, titles of films or characters from films, but they've changed a few names and maybe it's a chicken or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, yeah, but, I'm just not that. Rogers. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I hate that guy. <laughs> I'm just personally not. robot's cool though. Uh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm just not a huge fan of, of that sort of stuff. And I guess Easter eggs, it's not really the same thing, but it kind of, it seems a little just for for I don't know self indulgent or something I, I don't know and to be honest often I'm so busy that I I just I'd never remember to do it. I suppose. <laughs> I mean, we have done the same. We have done the same joke for like two hundred and fifty episodes. So I, I mean, I can't stand there and go. I would never ever do anything that was an in joke or self indulgent. <laughs> Or anything like that, you know, the entire structure of my podcast and certainly parts that you are going to be involved in oh, later on right. are completely um, just repeated ad nauseum, basically, okay. kind of thing. Well, if you repeat something um, long enough, it, it gets funny again, right? It is that kind of, is it that Richard, is it Lee Herring or is that that thing kind of thing where he kind of repeated the, it wasn't, maybe it was him, maybe it was the other one. I don't know. I'm confu- I'm an old confused man. But if you repeat, yeah, you're right. As uh, you know, I'm eventually hoping that at some point, if I keep repeating the podcast, and somebody will eventually find it funny again, it's something I can. It's something I can dream for. Um. Oh my goodness. Um. Are you? I mean, are you gravit? Are you gravitating towards a particular kind of style? Um. As you as you become, I mean, let's face it. I mean, you you mentioned now that your kind of board game stuff is pretty much kind of like your full time mm, kind of mm. bread and butter. Are people coming to you kind of like expecting, kind of like you to do the the kind of can you can you Ian O'Toole this please kind of thing? <laughs> Are you kind of getting that? Are they looking at kind of like escape plan? Are they looking at Lisboa and say, we'd love you to work on this? And he's like, have you got a brief? And it's like, no, if you just do something that you did in Hand of Fate 2, please. Or, you know, or if you just do something that you, you know, did in Lisboa. Do you, do you kind of get kind of people looking kind of, instead of people saying a brief and do this, they're actually looking for more of your input as your kind of your influence as an artist, you know? I can agree. Yeah, I guess so. I haven't. Ha- I haven't had anyone ask, at least that I can th- call to mind, ask to do the mm-hmm. same thing again. I, mm. I don't think I've had someone come to me and say, "We really like Escape Plan. We want that style on 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 our game." Um, yeah, that that hasn't really happened, uh, which is, I guess, a little bit surprising. Um, 
yeah. Usually, I I think people approach me because they know what my approach is, mm-hmm. or or maybe not. Maybe they just have have seen what I've what I've done. Uh, but they definitely seem to have at, at least an understanding um, that it won't look like particularly like any of the other games. Um, like you know, the illustrations won't won't be the same style. Um, yeah. Uh, which is which is a little bit of a tricky thing because I can't tell them what it'll look like and sometimes until it's done because I don't know what they're going to look like <laughs> until they're done sometimes <laughs> often actually uh, <laughs> so you know I can't so really what say. you did I'm just making it up as I go along yeah, I'm just making it up as I go bit. along yeah pretty much um, that's fine yeah no it's, it's fine 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 for me um, uh, yes yeah, so I, I I think most yeah most people seem happy for me to. Um, um, direct art direct myself a little bit. I mean, sometimes there's an actual art director involved, um, but usually there's a there's a, a level of trust at this stage. Um, you know, for, for me to go off and 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 come back with something and make recommendations and things like that. Is there any games that you would have loved to have got your hands on that you've seen? kind of other people work on obviously with the greatest of respect you're not saying that they're rubbish but obviously we'll take you answering this question to say that mm. whoever you want to replace was did do a bad job mm-hmm. but is there any games that you wish you kind of had got your hands on in terms of you know designing it anything that you would kind of like oh i'd love to i'd love to have had a shot of this sort of I would, or even games that you see just now, which you would say, "Well, I'd love to kind of put my own particular spin or my own p- particular kind of twist on." Um, yeah, there's a, there's a few. Um, I don't know how much I should say about some. Of them. Oh. <laughs> You can't say that. You can't. Oh yeah, there's a few. You know, here's a bag of monies that I'm not going to give you. Right. Um. Um. I, I mean, I, I've said before that I I would like to to work on Castles of Burgundy. Yeah. Um. And and again, I've also said that it's not necessarily because I think what they've done is unsuccessful. I just think there's a more mm-hmm. interesting way to. Um. To lay it out and and, and, and portray it, um, but uh, that's not going to happen. Um, yeah, I mean, there there actually aren't it's that, a difficult there one. There actually isn't aren't it? that many, really. I mean, there yeah. are games that I play and I feel ambivalent about how they look. Sure, but that doesn't make yeah. me go. I wish I had done this. It kind of makes me go. Yeah. I wish this game looked a bit, a bit more interesting or. You know, it's it's not necessarily. I, I want to fix everything. <laughs> um, nor nor am I am I arrogant enough to think that you know, I could fix everything. Um, I, I I think in some ways, knowing what the process is often like, it it often just to some degree makes me a bit more understanding. Sometimes, yeah, where I can kind of go, ah, I understand what. It's it's wrong, like they did it wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I yeah. understand, I understand yeah. why it ended up like that, and I kind of some sometimes, and I, I kind of sympathize. I kind of get it. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I I mean, I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'm struggling. You're struggling you with this. Yes, you can see it. So you can oh, see it I'm just like just gonna go like I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna say. Something, I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna say. Something. No, I can't say anything. I'm not gonna say anything. So can't, can't we do, please move on to a different question, please? Because <laughs> well, I, uh, <laughs> yeah. Does does a so does Stefan Feld is a designer that I like most of his games. Um, yeah, and he's also his games are the sort of thing that I, I think fit pretty well. <laughs> what i do it's lots of tracks and things you know it's quite quite abstract yeah, and all, yeah. all that sort of stuff um so i would i would like to work on a stefan fell game i haven't had the opportunity to yet uh and there's <laughs> there's been a few that have come out where i've gone oh 
I think I could have done something a bit better than that um, without saying <laughs> anything specific. <laughs> who would you like to work with then? I mean, who... I mean, as I say, when you've got people kind of like actively naming you as favourite artist and stuff like that and you have got the you know the name behind you and people are it's as I say it's a strange situation where you're kind of like you know you've got your Beth Sabells you've got um, Quan Chai Moria you know obviously you've got yourself you know mm-hmm. it's people know who you are because of the art that you produce and mm-hmm. the designs that you do and everything like that as well and you're right up there with people will know you as well as they'll know the designers of the game so, I mean, in that case, is there kind of like designers that you, as an individual, you would love to, kind of what you make Stefan Fell, but is there anyone else you would say, just, I'd love to just work on a project with this person and see what we could do with kind of my creativeness and their kind of mechanics and sure. you know, make a little um, kind of board game baby together or something. <laughs> well, then you put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Stegmaier, um, isn't it? <laughs> I've 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 had conversations with Jamie, so I, I yeah sure I'd I'd like to work with Jamie. Um, um, I would like to work with Carl Chuddock. All right, okay. Um, although I I don't know how he's not very particularly prolific these days. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I I don't other than that I do, I mean Uwe Rosenberg would be interesting certainly. Um, but I don't know, I don't know if that would be a good fit. I don't know. We can probably make it work. <laughs> no, it'd be, it would be a bit of a weird one. And, and sometimes I tend, that's attractive to me, you know, where I'll go, I don't know if this uh-huh. is going to work. Let's find out. Um, I, I quite like doing that. And that's all, that's also sometimes when I, when I work on styles and things, often it's, it's that it's, it's like, I, I don't know if. People are going to like this. Uh, let's find out. We'll, we'll put it in front of them and see, you know. Um, uh-huh. So, uh, you know, I, I say Carl Chuddock because I really, li- really like his games. Um, I say Stefan Feld. I like his games. And they also, they're, they're nice little visual puzzles for me to work out. So that kind of fits. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and, and I guess a Rosenberg game would also be that. But but Rosenberg games are weird to me because they're they're always made up of like six little boards and all the boards are different yeah. shapes and they fit across the table in some sort of weird L shape. It's always very bizarre. And every time I set one up, I'm like, how? This must be an easier way to do this. <laughs> and maybe there isn't. I don't know. <laughs> you can imagine you say, well, could you want to do it this way? And it's just saying, go. Leave. <laughs> Do not come back. Dismissed. Yeah. Um, uh, so I, I think that would be that would be interesting, just to try and mm. to try and work um, through that sort of exercise of figuring out that puzzle. You know, does does this need to be a big long thing that hangs off the table, and uh, you know, all, all that sort of stuff. Do you think um, people always talk about kind of like the the Kickstarter bubble bursting and all of a sudden the entire board game industry is going to disappear mm-hmm. in a puff of smoke. Um, do you think that's like, I mean, as somebody who is probably a little bit more knowledgeable on the inside from probably the amount of traffic in terms of inquiries and stuff that's going on, mm. in terms of just Kickstarter itself, is art becoming really, really popular? No, sorry, not popular really, really necessary for Kickstarter for even games to kind of get funded? Are people almost having to spend like a fortune in order to kind of put a product out there to even get it kind of off the ground? Yeah, yeah, de- definitely. It needs to be almost finished. Um, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a weird disconnect sometimes when you... People assume what they're looking at is what the final thing is going to look at. And you, you've seen that a little yeah. bit in, in the High Rise campaign recently. Yes. Uh, which I think surprised a lot of people by... by I think it's funded just, just this morning, which is great. But I, it struggled yes. to, to fund at, at the start. And, and I think a large... I mean, there's different factors in that. We don't need to get into that. But um, a part of it, I think, was, was because... They were showing off prototype graphics. Um, yes. 
and certainly in the in the second campaign because the first one was cancelled in the second campaign um they've shown more finished graphics uh obviously made a conscious effort to show more finished graphics and and i think people will just assume that what they're looking at is what it's what it's going to look like at this stage so if you show a prototype graphic mm. even if you put a big sticker on it that says prototype graphic doesn't matter people who just go oh no. looks bit, that looks a bit bland i don't i don't, I don't want to do that no um no yeah uh, so yeah it, it's definitely become a, a, a requirement <laughs> at this stage um for a for a successful kickstarter i, I think for at least in, in in my experience and from everything else i've seen i mean it's it's mm-hmm. pretty rare these days that you see something that goes up that's got you know a key art sample and yes. if if we raise the funds, the rest of the game will look like this. I mean, I don't can't remember the last time I've seen that. Whereas that's what it used yeah. to be, um, you know, when when Kickstarter first first appeared. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely. You, you probably definitely. still see it a little bit on smaller scale, but I, I I don't know how how well they do, and I don't know how many of them there are anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty risky, I think. Um, away from I mean, away from the cardboard, mm-hmm. and even away from the art type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you, because you're self-employed, do you do you kind of force yourself to go and do other things that aren't board gamey and art related, in order to kind of get a break to keep the kind of the creative influences kind of going? I guess I'm asking, do you have any hobbies? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I really should do, shouldn't I? <laughs> um, what do I... Oh, God. See, we're actually talking right now in the middle of my deadline season. Because right. bet- between January and probably the end of April, although it creeps a little bit later every year, um, yeah. becomes the, the deadlines for getting stuff for Gen Con, for Essen. You know all this type of thing. Yeah, especially if they're yeah, going to yeah. be if they're going to be on Kickstarter first, it's got to be even earlier. Uh, so yeah. I have I have zero time at the moment. You know, very 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 much so um, as regards hobbies and things like that. Um, I so most of my um, hobby, I guess it's still hobby time now, is spent playing games. Um. Other than that, as I said, I bought a PlayStation that Christmas, but I haven't really used it all that much. Wow. Um, I play with my kids. I read books to my kids a lot. I like doing that. Um, yeah. Uh, I draw with them a bit, every you know, as much as I can. Um, yeah. But apart from that, I mean, I, I, I read and I watch stuff on like on TV, not just random stuff. Um, yeah. <laughs> I have a dog. Yeah, but not really. I don't really have like I'm not like a wood turner or something like that. Unfortunately, yeah, exactly. I would I love, love to, to I would love to try wood turning. I've always wanted to try wood turning. Um, but I have not. <laughs> I have not done it. <laughs> just look at this lovely banister I've made. Yeah. You've not got any stairs got Ian. No it stairs. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no stairs. But look at this lovely banister. Yeah. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> uh, so I mean, I'm a big horror film fan. I watch a lot of horror films. Yeah. Um, I read comic. I've I've read a lot of comics. I've kind of fell off it a little bit. I'm getting back into it a little bit now because uh, my daughter is starting to show an interest in comics. So I'm like, oh, oh yeah. right, okay. It's reignited my uh, my interest as well. Um. Yeah, that's that's. I've no time. <laughs> 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 but apart from it, it's sixty hour day, sixty hour days and deadlines, basically. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. That's no, cool. That's no, cool. Um, look, I really um, before we draw it to a close, obviously, I really appreciate you giving us the kind of the time today to have a chat. I know that you're very, very busy, and you're also far more important than us. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm even delighted. You know, I'm delighted you even. You even said you'd like to speak to us, which is like kind of like I was like that. You know, I also, as I said, I did kind of like completely have a moment of abject fear when I heard you on one of the biggest podcasts 
in the board gaming space earlier on today and then waxing lyrical about you. So the fact that you've actually come on the show, I'm kind of like, no, thanks. Oh, that's all I've right. kind of got a, bit of, <laughs> got a bit of validation in our life. Um, no, I mean, um, you've obviously got a million and one things kind of going on, which is all really, really great and fantastic, and we wish you the best of that. But if people want to keep an eye on you on the internet webs, where do we find you on the internet webs? Um, on Twitter, for the moment, is probably mm-hmm. probably the best way to find me. Um, I'm mm-hmm. at Eno Tool Tweets. There. Okay. Yeah, I'm not very active anywhere else. Not a lot of time. Okay. <laughs> website uh, yeah. or anything? Oh yeah, I have a website. <laughs> oh, Jesus, but it's very out of date. Um, it's EnoTool.com. <laughs> it's very out of date. <laughs> <laughs> I need an assistant. Just, I really need an assistant. Just need a graphic designer or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, yeah. It's there, but it is. It is there. Uh, yeah. It is there. Mm-hmm. It, it is a thing that exists, but it's about um, a year old. It, it's there. There you go. Yeah. Get on the Twitter. Just don't visit. Don't visit the, the news section. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's <laughs> go into the news section. No, don't do that. It's What's it been? <laughs> What have I been up to in 2015? Exactly. Happy New Year to everybody in 2014. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it does actually say that. So it's <laughs> I'm so joking. It was something about the Millennium Bug, I think. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> really? It's been a while. Oh my goodness, I can't. There's no, there's like kind of things that's no, let's not, let's yeah. just not go there. No. Um, if if you want to keep an eye on what we're up to, you can go to the internet webs and you can search for We're Not Wizards and you'll find us on Twitter and you'll find us on Facebook and you'll find us on our website, which is we'renotwizards.com. You'll find us on our blog, which is we'renotwizards.blogspot.com. You'll find us on all those um, things like Instagram because we do pictures and oh, I'm on YouTube Instagram. because we do. Oh, right, there you go. And we do. <laughs> I would do bad videos. Remember, Ian's on Instagram as well. And as we go through, as we go through other places, there's a potential that Ian might be on them too. So that's just it. you know, so just is that it? That's it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You finished. Mm. <laughs> okay. And <clears throat> and and you can find us on various different podcast catchers, such as Stitcher and Speaker and Acast and Spotify and. Podknife in most places with the word cast and most of the places with the word pod in them, you know. Um, if you like what you've listened to tonight, there's a couple of things you can do to help us. First thing is tell somebody. You know. Just go, oh, I listened to this podcast last night. It was alright. Um, or, you know, and then tell them, and that'd be lovely. The other thing you can do is uh, you can go to Apple Podcasts and you can drop us a subscription. Or you can drop us a rating or a review. If you are going to be giving us a rating or a review, don't give us 10 stars because it makes us big-headed. But don't give us one star because it makes us cry. And I'm getting older and I'm a really ugly crier. In fact, if I said to Ian, draw us a picture of me looking good while I'm crying, he'd be like, ah, don't be so stupid, I can't do that. Are you going to pay me? You know, exactly. <laughs> That's the first thing you'd say. How much? Give us a five, because it's in the middle, and it's average, and we're decidedly average. But the person who's not been average tonight is rather wonderful, they're rather fantastic, they're rather, can you just let me go back to bed, please, for goodness sake, (laughs) Mr. Mr. Ian O'Toole. It's like the opposite side, because I'm just about to go to bed, and he's just about to go to bed. Yeah. Obviously on opposite sides of the world, mm, you know. Mm, mm. Um, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> but there's only two more things to do. The first thing is to remember that we are many things, but we're not wizards. Are we wizards, Ian? No, no. Mm, no. Good. Nope. That was a bit doubtful, but mm. we'll let you go. Is it a are you now um, or have you ever been situation? <clears throat> I don't really, you know, I'm just accepting first answers here, okay, so that's so fine. No. If I find out later on you were some kind of wizard, then you know. Oh, okay. It's okay. I've still mm-hmm. got to edit this thing, remember. Mm-hmm. That's all That's all I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> the second thing is to say goodbye. So it's a goodbye from rather wonderful, the rather fantastic, the rather very, very talented Mr. Ian O'Toole. 
Say goodbye, Ian. Goodbye. And it's a goodbye from me. Remember, stay safe. Roll sixes. And, you know, he's got... (laughs) He's got a Twitter. He's got a website. We don't look at the news section. He might have an Instagram. Who knows? But until the next time, goodbye. Goodbye. A wizard is never late. Nor is he early. He arrives precisely when he means to. (laughs) 